a baby learning to take its first steps, if a baby was worried about how it looked while it was doing that and was self-conscious, right? It would never take its first step. But if it fell down a thousand times just to get its first step, every fall was something that its brain and its subconscious learned about balance. So by the time it took its first step, it was ready to take its second step because it already knew everything about falling down. This is for the others out there, the other ambitious people who want to play at a higher level in their life. It's time to get curious and get real. Join me, and together, let's find the others. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Find the Others podcast. I am your host, Joshua Church. Grateful to have you with us. New episodes are dropping every Wednesday and Sunday, so be sure to hit the subscribe button so that you can get the notification when a new episode comes out. And give me a follow on Instagram at Joshua Dean Church to catch different clips and highlights that I post. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, you find something that might be valuable, please be sure to share it with a friend who also might be into it so that together we can continue to grow our tribe of others. Today, I'm excited to bring you a conversation I had with Joy. Joy is truly a joy is probably the best way I can describe her. For more than 20 years, she's been a performance coach and spiritual teacher, helping artists find and free their true voice and helping all performers tap into their genius. Joy began singing before she could walk or talk, and as a result, feels that music was her first true language. By the age of three, Joy could sing in three-part harmony and play three instruments by ear. She felt more fluent with music than any other form of communication from the beginning of her life. At the root of these discoveries was the awareness that each of us holds an infinite pool of potential inside us. Joy realized that when we are in a state of flow, the truth may pass from the endless pool into our physical world. We had an epic conversation about the quantum field of sound and healing properties of music, her story of tapping into these truths, how we are all artists and performers, and how we can open our heart more to the flow of life. Give Joy a follow on Instagram at free your voice with joy and you can also check out her website joygrayson.com i really really enjoyed this one and i hope you do too here is joy grayson joy welcome 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 so happy to have you here I am so happy to be here. Oh my God. It's happening. How's your day been so far? It's been beautiful yeah. I'm in Southern California, so it's hard to have a bad day weather-wise. Seriously. Have you? Yeah. Were, did you grow up here, by the way? No, New York. New York. Well, yeah. So yeah, but I've been here since 1989 when I was just three um, and a half. Yeah, so it's Got been it. and I, I I think I've lived here now longer than I've been alive. So yeah. this is like now my new native. So you can you can appreciate it. So after you were you moved back, you spent time growing up in Long Island. Yeah, I grew up in Long Island and all of like all over New York and uh, went to school in New England and then um, decided to come here for for vacation and just was like okay no this is happening no more 
humidity, no more cold weather. And yeah. I love it. That's, that's good. That's a, that's a shift that, uh, that I have a bunch of friends that made as well. They come out here for a vacation or come out here to just to, just to see and realize, wait, it can be like this all the time. (laughs) Right. I know. It's heaven. And I can, I can imagine for your, your lifestyle, your career, your profession, your passions, this is probably the, probably the best spot for you too. For sure. On so many levels. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. And I'm excited to dig into that and and your background as well. um, Because I feel like there's definitely some, some nuggets of gold hidden around, hidden around there from, for us all. Yeah. I can't wait to share it. Yeah. Um, Well, I guess first question I have for you, just kind of right off the bat. So you, were you always a singer? Were you always, was music always a form of communication for you a form of expression for you like was that was that from an early age or did you discover it how did you get your singing career started I love that question um I came out of the womb singing I literally sang before I could speak English wow Um, so it really in my opinion was my first language and it taught me to express and communicate and be received on a much deeper level, emotionally, aesthetically, and it is it just it set me up with a, a really um, deep expectation for what it's supposed to feel like to connect with people right mm. from the start of my life. That makes Interesting. sense. Yeah, that does. So you found that connection, and do you remember that, like when you were younger? Do you have memories of that? A hundred percent. I have memories of being like under three years old and i know that i was because of where we were living and standing in the living room of my home and singing in three-part harmony and playing um piano by ear with my parents like i have a vivid memory of this and um my dad taught me how to play piano ukulele and guitar by ear all before i was three years old and um so everything right from the get-go for me was learning intuitively and i know that music was the conduit for that honestly. yeah did did your did your parents nurture that help you nurture that as you as you grew up yeah for sure my father especially he was um my biggest fan biggest advocate and um we were best friends from the moment i was born there was such a special uh it was music it was laughter mm. it was it was beyond like something you could describe um in simple you know words in you know yeah in in language language. (laughs) exactly yeah on a different level that's so special i love that and and then did you did you get to a point where like did you realize from a young age that hey like i've i've got a talent here i have a gift here and pursue it further when did you realize that i mean it seems like from pretty early on it was always that it was always that um And I had really bad allergies and asthma as a very small child. And so I had trouble breathing. Um, And I remember when we found this specialist for my asthma during a really bad episode. um, And he said my lung capacity was like that of like a grown man, because I'm sure it was because of my singing. Mm. So it's this beautiful irony that I had this condition and yet I was singing you know, yeah. so interesting. Really? I, I don't know if you saw this, this, the study that came out, I, I, I'll send it to you and I'll put it in the show notes as well for other people to check out. But the, the recent study linked, um, longevity in life 
to lung capacity. Which I don't know right. if you saw that or not. It's fascinating. No, I yeah. I, I learned that from uh, one of my one of my breathwork teachers. He he shared that with me, and I thought that was absolutely fascinating. So there's not, there's something there's something to be said about the lung capacity. Yeah, I mean that makes a lot of sense because air is is the wave that you're right. riding for your whole life. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And singing, your singing is a lot of breath. I feel like. Oh, singing is. I mean, I always say to people like. Great singing, if you break it all the way down, is air management, is great air management. If mm. you know where to send that sound in your mask, in the in your instrument, if you know how to send it like an arrow, you shoot it, and then the backsplash is the sound that results. Hmm. All about air and aerodynamics and focusing the, the vibrations of air to hit in a certain way. Yeah. And wh- like, why do you why do you feel that like it's so interesting to me that we listen to music or we, we, we watch a performance, we hear somebody perform and it can be so moving to us. It can move us to emotions, move us to tears. It can change our lives. Like what, what's, what's your philosophy behind that? How does that happen? Why does that happen? Okay. We could sit here for 12 Let's hours. Let's break it down. Just that <laughs> subject. It is such a beautiful question. Here's why. Um, I'm just going to dive right into this. Go in. My concept of God, right, and the universe is that everything sprang from a condensed harmony, saturated harmonic vibrational beauty that was so intense that it had nowhere to go but to explode outwards. Hmm. You see that in the Big Bang Theory. You see that in the orgasm, which sends a sperm into flight to create life, to impact with a with an egg and, and mm-hmm. explode into this unbelievable creation in the physical universe, right? So this energy, this quantum energy, this is what I perceive. This is what I learned in the woods by myself is that the, the, the harmony of love and of, um, of, of, of just beauty that vibrates on such a perfect symmetrical level is the center of life is where god lives whatever mm. you believe that to be whether it's an entity an almighty being or just a collection of, of the universe's energies it's all this compacted insanely concentrated energy and then it bursts outwards right so like the sun like all the stars and in, in all the galaxies it's like i fashion my philosophy around the idea that we are of that same energy and that when we hold ourselves back it's like a black hole it's Mm. the opposite of this shine outwards and so when you're opening that um that energy that is what you are made of right outwards and expanding outwards in that in that pattern because the beauty is so beautiful that it has to do that you're opening this electromagnetic space at your heart and you're literally, I don't know if it's literally, figuratively, it's what I perceive is that you're opening a portal into your quantum access. Mm-hmm. And so when you are operating from music, it's a heightened frequency of sound vibration. And it opens this portal. It lets us feel that quantum, like in the quantum universe, um, for example, electrons don't behave as particles anymore. They behave as waves. But when 
and there's this incredible, you might want to put this also, Mm -hmm. um, this incredible short, like five minutes and 13 seconds, I think it is video called the double slit experiment. Yeah. Where it behaves differently when observed, right? When observed, right. Exactly. Yeah. So like when you're, when you're flowing out and you're not pulling back in that quantum energy, that wave function, everything is possible. You have access to the infinite potential realm to be in superposition with yourself, to quantum tunneling, to a mother lifting a car off her child in, in times of extreme emergency. It's, it's mm. beyond physics. It's quantum physics that we're tapping into. So music, to get back to your original question, um, is such a primal vehicle for creating that harmonic vibration, right? And I'll tell you something about music that you may not know. I'm excited to find things that you don't already know, you young genius. But do you know anything about what's called the overtone series in music? I do not know. <laughs> tell me, teach me. Okay, so in any given note, like let's say I hit a C, right? You think that's one note, right? Right. Right. But just like white light is actually comprised of the, all the colors in the rainbow, right? When you refract it through a prism, you see, you break it open. Each note is actually a composition of all the eight notes in the scale, but it Mm. extends even beyond that. Like there are harmonics that go beyond the eight notes in the octave, right? So when you hear a C, you're actually hearing the whole scale of C. Is it just, are you just hearing it through a certain perspective or how are you just hearing like a certain element of it? It's so, it's so, um, it's it's just like with white light. It's combined yeah, it's in a such condensed. a way har- har- harmonically that you're just perceiving. I got it. The you're perceiving. The, yeah. So um, interesting. Someone that sings with more air pushed through their voice, for example, someone like Sting who has a lot of texture in his voice. There's more air that's refracting through the sound, the concentrated sound. The focus of sound is broken mm-hmm. open a little, so you're getting. A, a glimpse of the color of many different colors or notes that are contained within that one note. And really what harmony is, is it's, it's harmonics of the melody. So if you're singing a tune, right, the chords that go under that tune are actually a, usually around a third below. So they move in parallel lines more wow. or less when you stack other harmonies or other instruments into the production, they all have to be in that key and they all have to be harmonically um, parallel on some level. They can intersect, but they have to keep going and resolve. I know I'm getting a little technical with music theory, but it's like it all comes back down to harmony. And, 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 and it is believed that sound vibration is actually where light comes from. Like, that's even primal to light particles. Like wow. sound is the creation of everything. And I don't have a reference on that, but I've just heard it so many times. Well, one reference could be, um, uh, and then God said, let there be light, <laughs> right? <laughs> when oh, you look yeah, at the, the, word the, the word first, right? First there was the word, right? When you look back to one of the oldest books of, uh, of all time. So that's, uh, that is, you could, you could use that as a reference. <laughs> yeah. So I hope that, yeah, no, that's that's interesting. I, I'm I'm really fascinated by that, and I'm curious to hear. Did you like? I, I'm just picturing you learning these things and kind of your mind getting blown as you're learning all these things throughout your your time and and career. When did you start like 
When did you realize that? Because I think most of us in the way that I, I I know there's something else going on when it comes to music and performance. Like I know there's something special there, but I think I'm, I'm so might be at that like surface level awareness of it. Let's say when did you start diving deeper to singing's cool? I like singing. It's a cool way to connect and communicate to. Wow, this is this is everything. This is so special. There's all these there's depths to it. Um very specifically because i've always been i always see way beneath the surface of things i can't my mind doesn't skip on the surface for some reason but and that's what i love about you by the way that's why we connect very well (laughs) thank you um sometimes hard to come back to the surface um so and i have a song called bottom of the ocean that talks about that i love it caught in the glare of the reflection of what seems like it's there um so About, I want to say like nine years ago now, I had a moment in my life where four things just blew up really bad. It was very traumatic and they were all of great magnitude. And I remember sitting one night in the bathtub and trying to like just stretch out my legs and like touch my toes. And I couldn't even begin to do that. I couldn't even hold my spine up straight. And I was like, you're going to atrophy or you're going to bust through this right now. This is your moment. And I remember thinking I had a really bad relationship with exercise my whole life because of my asthma. I use that as an excuse and, and, and humiliation and just feeling like that's not my thing. I'm good at music. So it was like, I wasn't thinking about exercising, but I thought if I could just get my lymph system flowing, mm-hmm. that'll start circulating some life back into my body. And so I wound up in the woods Right. And I was like, I'm not going to make this bad exercise. Like dachshunds chase, like were passing me several times over with legs this big. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to get in my head about that. And I used that time alone. I'd find these private trails and start writing. I started writing in my little iPhone 5S, like my thoughts about what was going on. How is every leaf perfect, fractal? representation of every other leaf how is all of this happening and like I just start writing and writing and writing and I remember one day the the real crux of what happened was I noticed that everything everything around me was reaching up for the sun everything was in surrender to the sun each in its own way and I was like what's going on here you know, what's really going on here. And I remember thinking about how I feel when I'm on, on my game and I'm singing and I'm just fully flowing out and there's no self-reflection, no stage fright. And I was like, it's like the sun, the sun does not hesitate to shine. It doesn't matter what Jupiter's doing. It doesn't matter what any of the other planets are doing. It doesn't alter its behavior. It doesn't hold back its light. And as a result, everything stays in orbit. Everything on this planet is alive because of the sun and this give flow. So it's like, this is flow. This is give. This is take. This is, you know, create. This is need. I'm not enough. I have to pull it in. I have to protect. So I, I started to recognize this simple, simple, obvious paradigm that was starting to show itself to me, which was, Everything is based on this this paradigm between love and fear, between Mm. give 
and between need and, and, and protect and hide. And, and, and I realized in that moment that that was the, the crux of everything that I needed to understand about why people act the way they do and why we hold ourselves back and why we don't have access to our own genius and why no matter how hard we practice when we get in front of other people it just all crumbles and we become mechanical instead of virtuoso you know so i would go home after each session in the woods and i'd throw this at my clients and i'd watch it work and i knew i somehow knew like when i was discovering this i was like these sacred gifts of knowledge and wisdom are not to be held, to be thrown right back out. I felt like I was, I was coming back with, with diamonds and rubies and gemstones, like a treasure chest. And I was like, yeah. I got to throw this back yeah, out to the as fast as I can, because it doesn't, it's not something you can hold on to. And everyone's life started changing. Wow. Everyone started changing. Like it was instant. It was crazy. And so I just kept expanding and writing. And I noticed like if I'm on the trail and there are people coming towards me, I would notice myself from being like this mm. and just loving. And I just noticed the slightest change like, oh, or I would catch myself going. If it was a man, this was when I was still single. If it was a man and he didn't look at me, I would feel myself starting to tell myself stories about not being pretty or not being desirable or that like, and I started to catch these thoughts and these behaviors that were triggered by my perception of other people. And so that just started to inform more and more of the writing and it allowed me to pull the string more and more until I finally got to a point where I was like, I don't have to hold back anything because nobody has anything to do with me or hmm. who I am unless I give them that them. power. Right. And then I make myself smaller. So I started like loving everyone. I didn't hold back my smile. I didn't self-reflect on why people were acting a certain way. I just started opening wider and wider and wider and more and more magic started to happen and more and more serendipitous coincidences started happening. And then I met the love of my life. And it wasn't until that moment that I could have met him. Mm. And he was going through something similar almost 3,000 miles away. And we happened to still collide because we both stopped needing it and we started giving it. You know, that's and powerful. So that, that's like everything that I am teaching, everything that I'm sharing, everything that I'm here to express in my music is hopefully going to help show people how to try this so they can stop being prisoners of their own invisible cage upon cage upon cage of all the reasons why they can't be because of what other people might think right was this a decision that you made where you where you said i am going to commit to living openly in that way and and i really love that like you can physically feel that like expansive open-heartedness or the closed off and it's like you can feel it with your posture with your shoulders and how you're walking around are you open are you open for interaction are you open for people or are you closed off and did you make the decision i'm going to be open is that something that you just said i'm going to make this shift happen and made it it was an evolution. It was just every day I discover something deeper about it and I'd write about it and I'd practice it and mm-hmm. I'd sing using those thoughts. And as it kept 
feeling incredibly good and the endorphins started flowing more yeah. and more like I'm just going to keep stepping forward into this. I'm just going to keep stepping out on the edge of the, of the branch of, you know, and it never breaks. It's the fountain that keeps filling up. The more love you give, you, you were made of it. Right. And I, I realized that I did realize that I had to start to define this for myself so that I could share it with other people. But I kind of repurposed the word love. And that is like a very key cornerstone of what I teach and what I share is that my use of the word love is simply the willing, the, the act, the action of expanding outwards without hesitation. That is the ultimate love is that you're not protecting. You have no reason to protect anything because mm. this is your superpower. This is everything. This is the quantum infinite potential universe. This is the God space. And everyone that I meet, everyone that reaches out to me to work with them, the one of the first things they'll say to me is I shut down because of other people's judgment and, and I protect, or I don't want my heart broken or I don't. And it's like, I, I've been there, spent most of my life there, but now what I see so clearly hmm. and it proves itself to me every time is that this doesn't need protection. This needs to be unleashed. Hmm. This is your superpower. This is where your genius lives, you know? And I recently made a decision and this could change again, but that my whole program now is going to be called the genius project because you can, you will unleash your genius when you allow yourself to fall backwards into this, this infinite field of potential that lies at your center. Hmm. And that's wow. literally what I specialize in is like how to <laughs> let, help you let go of, the illusion that that needs to be protected and that you need to play small and that you need to be afraid of anything. I don't right. concur that you're always going to have to live with fear and you're just going to have to muscle through it. And the, and the, and that the, the win is on the other side of that. I, 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 I've lived it. It's like you actually can deconstruct that before it happens and, or while it's trying to happen. And it's just like, it's like falling in love when you step out on stage instead of let me get through this and let me remember everything and just make it, it then it's then it's physics it's not quantum physics i got you instead of waves and and i can see how this translates over in the gateway to this through performance and through through singing in particular because I feel like that that's probably an element that's probably what we admire when we see a moving performance is we admire somebody's heart open and I bet that that gives us permission subconsciously as well to open our heart a little bit more, which is why it feels really good and why it's so moving is to see you know, the best performances, the best performers out there. They don't hold back. They 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 shine. Right. They shine open. And is, is is that the connection there to that to that releasing that genius? I can see how that probably connects to singing. Everything. Well, let me take it a step further. Yes, 100 percent. But mm -hmm. let me take it a step further. It's not like we're sitting back and saying, hmm, they're great. That gives, it's not like, it's not just, it's not just an observation, right? Even subconsciously, it opens your heart yeah. for you, right? So you don't have any choice about whether those hairs are going to stand up on the back of your neck or you're That's right. Oh, that's good. Stand. Yeah, it does it. It, the garage door opens like you if you're in your authenticity and you're operating from this field of the center of who you are and you're just like letting that out man like nobody has a chance to 
very few people, it doesn't matter the demographic, the age, the race, religion, any of that. It just like, they it's human. It. It's a human experience. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. You can't control, you can't control getting the goosebumps or getting the chills when that happens. It, it's just like the garage door opens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. You feel it. Yeah. You don't have to think about it. Right. It's the mm -hmm. people that are like, I'm sure you've seen performances by people. I think what comes to mind, like the, um, ice skating Olympics, right? There are people that are just so precise and technical and perfect, but you're not feeling right. That, right. And then there are people that are maybe not exactly as precise, but, and, but, but, oh my gosh, like you get just, you fall for them. You feel them. Right. It's, it's their heart flying out and you, and, and, and what that is, I picture it like a radio broadcast. It is a right. radio broadcast. And so it just gets received, hmm. opens your heart and your heart has to like, and it'll meet you where you live. Like, it's not going to make everyone turn into like, uh, a, you know, like me, not yeah. everyone's going to suddenly be like joy, you know, a unicorn. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> That's the goal. It will, it will still open something. Yeah. And I, and you see it, you see it, I mean, you see it with any performance, you see it, some of the most powerful sports performances of all time, it's the same thing there, speaker, speech that really moves you. It's, it's that, it's that, that I, what I'm taking from this is them in touch with their genius and letting it fly, letting it shine. Do you feel like we are all performers at the end of the day? We're all performers, we're all artists, because Art is the quality of communication, right? And performance, like perform, the word perform is most of us go to the definition that says it's a show, you're putting on a show. But the more basic definition is carry out a task. I'm just performing a task. So every act, every moment of your life, you're, you're performing some task of you as you are. So you're portraying the protagonist role in the story of your life. And whether you decide to look back from 90 years, like you could do this exercise where you just like, what is, what does the movie of my life look like? Who was this heroine or hero? What was the road they traveled, you know, and suddenly give yourself a perspective of, I am playing the role of this person, whether I like it or not, whether I know it or not, whether I own it or not. So why not become this superhero to yourself and i was so happy to see you you posted on facebook recently about that idea about virtual or video game and yeah. i use that all the time it's like if you just think about like your own headspace you're hermetically sealed in this place no matter how close you get to people there's no one in there with you right. really right so everything is a video game like everything is a virtual reality from that perspective so the people that seem like so important and powerful and bigger than you and more successful than you they're just avatars in your video game and they're there totally. to help you love every problem every conflict every obstacle is just so you get to go to the next level you know and um i just loved seeing that you 
you thought that and that you 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 operate from that point of view totally and i love that too because it's it makes it more fun in my opinion also it's like let's not forget that i i also believe that we're here to have fun and it's supposed to be fun and that it is it, it can be a game and that we can be performing and we are the 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 performer the audience and the director at the all at the same time right we're all of those things at the same time <laughs> so it adds a little bit more fun in my life to just remember like oh yeah this is a game we're playing a game here and the challenges are where the growth comes it's stuff that i've asked for and the these are the different characters that I have around me and there's challenges, there's levels, there's things that I didn't expect or want, but here we are. So let's play the game. Yeah. And it's like, just, it, it might, it might seem like very out there to the average person to hear what I'm saying, but if you break it all the way down, if you're living your life from a viewpoint of safety that you're not really being threatened, even though it feels like that in every fiber of your being, if you can get to a place where you really understand and live and act from that point of view, you will prove it to yourself right. and you can relax and you can start to have fun. You can start to do what makes you come alive instead of just being stuck in this endless hamster wheel of life that we think we're supposed to be living. Mm. Yeah. You know? It's tangible. It's easy. It's actually easy. <laughs> it's trusting it that's hard, you know? Right. What What advice do you give to somebody who might recognize, okay, I, I feel like I might be walking around with my heart a little bit closed or feeling myself sheltering. I want to open up to the light, but it feels difficult. Like what, what advice do you give to somebody like that? First of all, just breathe, hmm. right? Connect with your breath. Um, I want them to know that it is a hundred thousand million percent doable. It's doable. And it, in the way that you know, that is because every bit of our lives, we strive for that feeling, right? We look to feel in love. We look to go on vacation to feel that beautiful feeling of freedom. We look to fall in love. We look to have good friends and have people like us. We look to have a puppy or a kitten or a child. We look forward to holidays where they're supposed to be harmony and, and togetherness, even though a lot of families have a lot of dysfunction. Um, and so our native desire, our most primal desire is to be loved and uh, and to feel that feeling of freedom and safety and, and, and vibrance, right? So it wouldn't be there if it weren't meant to be, right? And there's just so many archaic programs in our subconscious mind that have been handed down for different reasons, you know, to help us quote unquote survive, right? Mm. Um, but so many of them are archaic, are used to control the masses instead of empowering the masses so each individual can be powerful. But as you start to... Um, find a method to to start to trust that you're already everything right and that's what i offer in my coaching is helping people step into that and by doing so they find their they find their own genius they find their personal genius of whatever they do right because mm -hmm. i believe everyone's an artist um but it starts with just um 
understanding that that is our primal nature. I do not believe our primal nature is evil. I believe that's a fear reaction and a mechanism of self-protection. Yeah. Um, but we're not here to just survive. We're here to create. We're creators. Mm, yeah. Here to thrive, yeah. not just survive. But we, you know, one of one of uh, one of my mentors shared with me the a line that I'll, always sticks with me, which is that we are ancient beings living in a modern world, and like we we carry like our hardware is old. It's like it, we are ancient beings, and we're not adapted. Our be our beings are not adapted for our our fear mechanisms. We're not adapted for living in the day and age in the world that we're living in now, and there's there's a lot of upgrades to be making we have to upgrade our software to to get to have our hardware catch up so i think that that is a big thing is being able to recognize and realize when you are in real fight or flight and that's why i've loved doing the cold immersion and don't going into the elements in that way is because you you feel what real fight or flight is and you you face you go face those elements in that way like we were designed and you can see how your body's able to s adapt and survive and how capable we are there and then you come back and the emails from the emails that are flooding you or the the stress of the modern day doesn't seem like stress anymore that that elicits the same fight or flight response completely and and i my hat's off to you that's really amazing brave work you know to step into Thanks. that and constantly test your um you know your create new neural pathways and just teach your subconscious that it's just all a big illusion right. for the most part right. you know that's brilliant yeah you know? I love it. Thanks. Uh, do you do you feel that everybody has a unique gift or a unique genius? I think everybody has infinite potential. So they probably have a million mm. options for that as a matter of fact. Like, yeah. But Tell I think we more. come Yeah, I think um we are made of saturated harmony. That's what lives inside the center of this electromagnetic field in our heart. And so I believe that um, when you start to swim in that great pool of everything, you know, that you could possibly, I know this sounds really out there, but I can tie this into science too. It's like yeah. when your heart is, when you're in, a, in an emotional state of bliss, they've measured the spaces between your heartbeat is in exactly the same ratio as the golden mean or the Fibonacci sequence, which is the center of the spiral of life, which is what all the platonic solids were created from that, that spiral. They measured this down to the decimal point, the spaces between your heartbeat when you're in a state of emotional bliss is the same mathematical ratio as the golden mean. Crazy, right? So when you think about all of creation, all of the physical platonic solids that have been created as matter and form on this planet come from this ratio. So when you are allowing this magic space at the heart to open, you are tapping into literally every possibility. It's like, imagine the most supercomputer that could ever be imagined times an exponential number. Like that's what we all have the capacity to tap into if we allow ourselves to trust that, right? And however you decide to fall backwards into that, if you do it with an open heart, I believe that's where Plato and Socrates and Pythagoras and Einstein and all the masters, they weren't born with a different brain or a different set of biology. They just opened that portal somehow. Hmm. And that's where they played.
And that's where they've found what they've found. And I believe everyone has the potential to find that. Honestly, that's my work. I love it so much. It's so well articulated and I and I I really appreciate how you bring it back to the science as well. Like that's mind blowing. I didn't I didn't realize that the that that was measured to, exactly to the golden mean and Pythagorean. That's that's I mean, it's crazy but not crazy, right? It's like it can't um, make sense. The um the video that I learned that from is called um DNA fractals and the golden either the golden mean or the golden ratio. And it's Dan Winter is the scientist and he's just fascinating. And it's a deep dive into our DNA um, and into what's going on there because there are people that wanted to put chips in between the spaces of the codons in our DNA. Like, and he was like, you don't understand what's in those spaces, dude. Like you don't even understand. Like, right. He'll take you on a ride. Cool. You won't believe. I'll, but yeah, I'll definitely tune into that. Um, uh, that, that, and I feel like that process, like that—that's a healing process of that is the process of healing that we're talking about here. Do you have any? Um, I, I'd be curious because I know you work with a lot of different clients and a wide range of performers, from speakers to thought leaders to musicians to singers to all different types of artists. Have you like? Do you have an example that comes to mind of seeing somebody implementing this and results coming or moments that clicked when you're sharing these kind of gems or nuggets? Does anything come to mind that you've seen that's been pretty spectacular? Let's see. Um, I'll give my daughter as an example. Perfect. Incredible singer, songwriter. Um, never had any formal training as a songwriter. Never thought she knew how to songwrite. Um, she got with the right people in the right environment in the studio and started riffing over some beats. And she is one of the most genius lyricists that I've ever seen in my life and can write the most amazing melodies with the most amazing hooks, completely intuitive. And um, she released an EP two years ago and she wrote everything on it. And she had, you know, produced it with one of her good friends. And um, honestly, not because she's my kid. I'm more, if anything, I'm like more you know, critical, right. I wouldn't say critical, but I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm just definitely not going to jump to praising her publicly if I don't think she's extraordinary, but like the things that she has created are on another level. Mm. Like really when she, when she hits and her day, people will be like, that's profit. That's a prophetic, Mm. um, that's a prophetic writer right there. Like there's just so much wisdom, but yet it's so, hip and contemporary it's just all the elements came together with no formal training Mm. you know just intuitive flow and um just clients i had a client that was stuck in a 15-year corporate job um had just lost both her parents was in a really toxic relationship with her music partner and boyfriend who was really abusive to her and and we started working together she said I love, she's a flute player, a songwriter, a singer, but she wanted to stand in the, if she performed, she'd stand in the back of a restaurant and hope everyone was eating and not watching her. And shortly after we started working together, um, we had, she was like ready to quit her job. She quit her corporate job. 
she um, hmm. broke up with this guy. And really, that was a big deal because he needed a restraining order. And she made friends with these um, musicians, these Italian musicians at the songwriting school where I teach. And she booked a tour in Italy and performed, they created a band for her in Italy. And she did a tour and she, uh, uh, what do you call it, shot a music video there and and decided to live her wow. life. And she became like a manager of, of uh, like PR and uh, what, what do they call it? you know, she, she would bring talent into this inn up in the mountains where she lived and like living the life that she was meant to live and, um, love being on stage, prolifically writing by herself without this guy. Like it was a total 180 in terms of the life she was living, but that was always inside of her. It was right. just a trap. So you as know? a result of un unlocking that, unleashing that, tapping into that. Yeah. She gave herself. Yeah permission to be to find her genius to yeah. be great and 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 to i always use this analogy of like a baby learning to take its first steps if a baby was worried about how it looked while it was doing that and was self-conscious right it would never take its first step mm. but if it fell down a thousand times just to get its first step every fall was something that its brain and its subconscious learned about balance so by the time it took its first step, it was ready to take its second step because it already knew everything about falling down. But most of us are so freaked out about what other people think. And I can only imagine like your generation with social media having been such a prevalent, um, you know, just presence in your life where you're being looked at and you're looking at others and judging and commenting and and cancel culture, just swipe someone out of, you know, like, so it's like when you have an opportunity to actually stop looking at yourself from a processor's lens, from a mechanical physical universe lens, and it's an imaginary point of view to boot, and you just start looking from yourself and doing what you do and shining and feeling what you feel and, 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 and allowing that to manifest itself and behaving from what makes you come alive you'll find your tribe and you'll totally. find your genius and you'll develop your skill set because that's mm -hmm. where your skill that's where you're you're learning about balance you're learning what your skill set is you can't learn that in the school it doesn't happen in a vacuum either you got to get out there and rub shoulders with people and and get into the game, right? You got to get your head into the game and actually play it. Yeah, but without fear, with love. Right. With I want to fall down. I want to mm. learn how this works. I want to learn how deep I can go with what I can say, with what I can feel, and how much I can translate that into a painting or a, a poem or, a, you know, being a mother, being a janitor. Like, how much can I give of my heart in what I do? And how much can I perform in that role that I decided to play to be the best version of that character that is me? Wow. Drop the mic on that one. <laughs> That's great. I love that so much. I was so happy to share this to come on here today. And like, I knew you'd get it, you know, and yeah. I don't get an opportunity every day to just like lay it all out there like this. And, um, 
uh, I'm, I'm, I'm bubbling over with desire to get this to as many people as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very amazing. And I, and I know that anybody listening right now definitely gets it and resonates. This is the whole deal with find the others is finding the other people like this, that, that don't want to just hang around surface level conversations. I think your, your song, it might be the theme song for us at find the others with like diving past surface level conversation and, uh, and into the realness and into the, the life's too short for small talk is what I always say. I'll write you a song. Let's do it. I love it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, so much good stuff is happening too. I'm preparing to give a Ted talk this year. So wonderful. At some point I'm, I'm oh. working with a team and, um, it, the hard part for me is condensing this down into what do I simply want to say and how do I say it in 18 minutes or less? Right. Uh, so I'm dancing and flirting with actually sitting down to figure that out, but I haven't landed yet to do but i'm in the process so keep well uh, yeah please do and the good thing is it doesn't matter what you say because you're going to open that portal and other people the garage door is going to open for everybody listening regardless of what you say you get up there and speak gibberish thank you yeah that's uh that please definitely do keep me posted with that because i think that's um yeah, that's 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 really important. I'm excited to see this message being shared with everybody. And I love the idea that we all are performers and that definition of what performance really means and how we can take that and and be that best extension or version of ourself um, as as open as we possibly can. I think there's there's so much depth to that. Thank you. I mean, even if you think about it in terms of men having performance anxiety with their women or mm. with their men, you know, like any kind of performance anxiety still boils down to this concept. And I, I categorize it as room A, room B, and room C. And room A is when you're outside yourself looking from the audience point of view or from others, what is that person thinking of me? What are they saying? Are they judging me? Even if it's subconscious, that's room A, which is where most people spend most of their time, believe it or not. Room B is when you're in the throne at the center of your own spaceship and you're you're playing that video game and you are able to flow out, right? Room BE, right? If, if you will. And then when you're able to be in room B really stably, and then you're able to overlay this room A over it like a transparency. So it's no longer from fear of what people think, but it's, wow, how do I look at this from a technical perspective and keep leveling it up? So you're looking at it as a processor, but not from fear's lens, from love's lens. So you have room B, you overlay that with room A, and you're now in room C, which mm. I call the creator space. So it's the ABCs of shining, right? The ABCs of shining. So my 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 program that I that I work with my clients on initially is getting them into room B. How do you sit at the center of yourself and shine? And mm. once you're there. Then I have a more extended, more advanced program where now, what do you create from that throne? Right. How are you gonna how are you gonna step into the creator space with that new like captain's license to be that person, right? So it's thrilling to know that I have this to share and that I have yeah. this to apply and that I get to live this life now knowing what I know. So that I can finally get back to my singing. That's, That's where so I'm that's where you're headed. That's so special. And I, I did the ABCs come to you in the woods? Yeah. 
Sounds like it. That sounds like a really solid woods download right there. I love that. <laughs> and I had like, I had relation when I first started hiking, I had like, I knew there were millions of eyeballs on me at all times, but I couldn't see any of them. Right. By the time I was a few years into this, I had butterflies coming and crawling up onto my fingers. I have videos of this. Like I just, I was no longer putting out this static frequency. I was in love. I'd talk to the insects. I'd have this one spot I call butterfly bowl where I'd sit and I would just like, they'd come and land and I'd hang out. One day this, this guy freaking manifested with a bamboo Brazilian flute. And I was like, can you play that flute to Walter the butterfly right now? And I have a video, I swear to you, of this guy playing for like 30 minutes to this. And the butterfly was just like sitting there. And, and no one would believe me yeah. if I didn't, I feel like if I didn't have a video of this, but like that's this kind of stuff that starts happening. Crazy coincidences every day. And for my clients too. That's, that's the, that's the joy in life, right? That's it for me. I love that. That's where it's just those moments. And I, what I'm gathering from this as well, it's, it's that we have the answers in the path. Like we have the GPS within ourselves and when we can walk around with that open hearted, with that flow, being open to the flow of our interconnectedness to the people around us and to ourselves, to nature to everything and we can really shine that then it's just like it invites everything in and it just everything it's like your magnet you become a magnet that just starts pulling these different things that you want into that creator's mode uh which is which is so powerful exactly and do we have time for me to share two more quick things yes please let's hear it okay um i just promptly forgot one of them but hopefully it'll come back to me um the one thing that i want to say that I want to make sure to say is my name, right? When I was born was Joy Holly Stimmel, right? Stimmel, I found out in my early twenties is a German name. And if you take the L off of it, it's Stimme, which means voice. Hmm. And joy means joy. And somehow I am that, right? Yeah. And how did that happen? That's part of the sacred geometry of the love somehow converging to create a life form that's imbued somehow magically by their parents with that mission, with those marching orders. Like, um, and so I really believe, oh, I remember what I was going to say. I was going to say, you know, I don't want people that might be more religiously um, traditional to interpret what I'm saying as denying of God. Um, I actually had one client who I love this guy, beautiful artist, young guy, um, and was going to do continue on with my program. And he said, I need to talk to you in person. And I met him on the bike path nearby and he got down on his knees and he sang amazing grace to me in, on the bike path in front of all these people. And he said, because of you, I have found a relationship with Jesus and I mm. can no longer work with you because you're not attributing what you know to Jesus. Whoa. But, but you've given me my life and now I know what I want to do. And at first I was like, I felt a way about it. Like, wh- yeah. what? Yeah. You know, like, 
um, you know, I'm going to take responsibility for this, but, but now I see like the truth is, and I hope that he sees a bigger picture of this eventually, but I am not going to feed him his realizations is that whatever this quantum space is, whatever this infinite potential realm that I'm talking about is to you, if it's Jesus, if it's Allah, whatever it is, if it's the universe, if it's, mm-hmm. I have one last story to share with you, which is that God is a fuzzy yellow duck for me. And this will bring it all the way home. Whether it's a fuzzy yellow duck, it doesn't matter what we call it to me. And I hope it doesn't offend anyone to, for me to say that, but you can plug in your truth to this mm-hmm. formula. And I believe it still holds, right? Now I'm going to tell you why God is a fuzzy yellow Let's duck. Let's hear the fuzzy yellow duck. Okay. And I have a huge fuzzy yellow duck in the backseat of my new Tesla. That's and he great. Was all my other cars and he watches over me. My father, like I told you at the beginning of this call, and I just right from the moment I was born clicked. And I remember having a conversation with him. Um, I was probably in my maybe 12, 14, something like that. And we were laughing. He had the most random sense of humor. And um, he was like, why don't people name their like their dogs or their kittens like desk or staple gun? Why does it always have to be like something like, why can't it just be these random names? And I just that just cracked me up. I'm like, here, spatula, come spatula. (laughs) And so like, for example, and I had this fuzzy like yellow duck chicken thing in my on my dresser. And he's like, why can't we call that God? And I was like, okay, let's call it God. So from now on, that yellow thing is God. And we always used to joke about it. And whenever I would see that, I would like buy one, there's God. And it wasn't like in any way disrespectful. It was just kind of like, it represents new life. It represents happiness and love. And it was just a beautiful little anecdote of, of, of a way to look at something. And just before my um, 22nd birthday, just before his 45th birthday, he died suddenly of a heart mm. attack. And um, he was my best friend in the world. He gave me music. And and I remember, like, again, having that moment where it was just like, I could just go away now or rise up out of this. And I took that yellow duck and I wrapped some of my hair around it and I gave it to someone to put in his coffin with him because I didn't want to see him without the light in his eyes. And, um, and so now that symbol for me represents every part of me that is him. When I sing, when I speak, when I discover and I share this, it's because of the opportunity that he gave me to fall into this infinite pool. Right. And so there you have it. I love it. Falling into the infinite pool, jumping off the diving board is what we're doing over here. Um, And the yellow duck is a great mascot. So that's awesome. Joy, thank you so much for being here. Really, really love this conversation. Thanks for sharing everything uh, with us here and with everybody that you do sharing that uh, that genius with that you have to share. So I'm excited to see it continue and evolve and uh, and continue this dialogue, of course. So thank you. Thank you so much. You don't know how excited I was for this moment. Honestly, I think you're just such an amazing guy. You're so young to know all the things you know. And you have the most perfect eyebrows of anyone, any human I've ever met in my life. Like I'm totally obsessed with your eyebrows. Um, 
and just thank you for the opportunity um, to hang out with you and to share this with all of your amazing subscribers. And um, totally, yeah, I love Peace. it. Thank you, Joy. <laughs> thank you, sweetheart.